Dungeoneers. Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that loves those deep fried breakfast breads. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master. My workplace had cool donuts this week and I'm still thinking about them. And I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here. He's nice because, you know, Daniel, you're a little bit like a jelly donut full of life and love and way too much sugar. Oh, I'm full of something, Josh, but do not, do not test me. Now, that was really clever. Did you come up with that? Did you come up with that on your own? Yeah, by life and love, I figured you meant bad puns, so. Janelle's here as well. She's about as sweet as a glazed blueberry donut. Look at her, she's smiling. Well, you know, I try. That's why I play mean characters, because you have to get it out of your system somehow. You can't be just so nice always. Yeah, imagine if you were um, if you were like Vez when, when you're working at the pharmacy counter. Well, I mean, that would be weird, because I don't have a counter that I oh, work no. at. Mm. Oh, got him. But regardless, you're nice, and that's good. We need that that energy. Yeah, good counter, Janelle. Oh, my God. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> I am home. Boo. Well, anyway, Nate's here as well, and he's more like the the fried leftovers that the chef didn't know what to do with, but you know what? This still tastes good. Yep. Leftovers. (laughs) Yep. Nate, you just made it really sad. (laughs) Well, well, Nate sulks over there. Let's move on to Joel. Joel, you know those uh, those little powdered donut holes? I, I tend to think of you whenever I see them, mainly because you probably don't have enough stomach capacity to eat a whole donut. Oh, see, that's where you're wrong, Josh, because uh, I eat all of the donut holes for the daily uh, daily batches, you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Every single one. What do you think they do with them? I guess I, guess I learned that they just feed them to you. Yeah. All to me. Crazy. Yeah, I love donuts. You know how much I love donuts, Josh? A whole lot? I don't know. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh. It's just a job. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this energy. <laughs> I know, me neither. I'm just like, bear claw. <laughs> <laughs> move on. Move on to All AJ. Right. Bismarck. Alrighty. I'm here. And finally, we have AJ. You know, and after this long story arc that we've just completed, I think he may have lost his liking for donuts. Which is which is really sad because I, I love Bavarian cream donuts and it's just it's just kind of ruined it for me. But I have a new appreciation for you know the, the ones that don't get eaten as much the leftovers so nate i i appreciate you. well that makes one of us and i think <laughs> i think that our, our ragtag group of of champion well not champions yet heroes kind of are are the leftovers are gonna come together and make one heck of like a you know like an appetizer tray you know it's, it's gonna be pretty good i've always wanted to be an appetizer tray thank you aj <laughs> you're welcome that's what I'm, I'm here for you make sure you know that Go as high as you want. You want to go appetizer tray? You go there. We're definitely not the main course of any situation. Yeah. Well, no, but you need the appetizer. Without the appetizer, it's just it's too much all at once. I never get appetizers. Well, you don't well, eat anyways. If if anything, you know, Nate and AJ, maybe they're not appetizers, but they are a couple of snacks. <laughs> oh, you. Yeah, if, if being sexy was a crime, AJ would be a law-abiding citizen. that's what we call a no butt does this make josh the president roasted i didn't realize that jasper was a firebender we need some neosporin for that burn only in people's hearts That's a compliment, Josh, because historically presidents also do a lot of illegal things. They just get away with it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, just think of our last president, James Zimbabwe. <laughs> what? 
the fifty seventh president of the United States, James Zimbabwe. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we're recording this episode from the future. No, it's, it's not present. any better than it has been in your time. So yeah, sorry. In, in the future, oh, no, we I don't stay on topic anymore. What was the yeah, topic? Send them back in time to try and get a head start on everything else. Which is why we're going to play D&D. There you go, Josh. I railroaded for you. Yes, thank you, Janelle. You know, this is, this is, uh-huh. why, this is why I appreciate you. Not only are you really sweet, but you're also doing my job all the time. You're welcome. <laughs> Zimbabwe 2092. Anyway, as Janelle said, we are going to play some Dungeons and Dragons tonight. So are you guys ready to dive right into the oil and fry ourselves up like donuts? Yeah. Sizzle, sizzle. Doesn't quite quite have the same ring as get me wet. Oil my outsides. Splash me in. (laughs) Josh, please. All right. So before we dump me down. (laughs) All right. Before... Dunk me down. <laughs> Let him start. Okay. All right. So before we jump back into the episode, I'm going to give us a quick recap and then we'll get going. So last episode, you laid out a plan to capture Gregory, the captain of the guard, so you could interrogate him and just kind of wrap up all the loose ends for this whole adventure. As part of this plan, Jasper disguised himself as a guard and lured the captain into the basement of the tavern under the pretense that Mr. Smills wanted to speak with him. And then Vez shapeshifted into a facsimile of Mr. Smills and incapacitated him with Fio's iron bands of binding, which expanded and just bound him tight so he couldn't move. And then you dragged him into the tunnels below the town, although he did say he would go with you willingly, but I think you opted to just drag him anyway. And I think that's where we'll jump in. So you guys are in the tunnels. It's super wet down there. Although the water levels seem to be receding a little bit with the receding rainfall up top. Um, But it is still muddy on the floor. Cobwebs on the walls are still soaked and plastered against the murals. And it is still very, very dark. So you guys have a captain of the guard, or you've now confirmed that he is a changeling mimicking the face of the captain of the guard. So what are you guys going to do? What is his name? Artor. So presumably Theo is the one carrying him, right? Yes. Yeah. Theo sort of um, jumped down and dragged him right behind him into the sewers. Yeah, he dropped so him and he fell face first into the muck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think while Gunner was hiding in a pile of cheese, he actually took his short sword and carved a cheese wheel into a small club, um, <laughs> which he <laughs> which he uses to smack Artor anytime he tries to speak up. <laughs> hey, look, st- stop. Stop hitting me. Smack. Shut up. I mean, that's like mildly uncomfortable, but it doesn't really hurt. It's cheese. That's right. It's it's my cheese. And I'm the cheese boss right now, so you, you better listen oh, well, here. I, I came with you but... willingly. You don't need to assault me. Smack him again. Smack. Ah! Uh, l- listen, I, I've wanted to do this for a long time, okay? You're kind of ruining the moment for me, okay? I mean, can, do, 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 wait, I mean, please, wait, just... So... Be a good no, no, you're confusing me. Was, was, is like the have you been looking forward to being abusive or towards the specific instance of hitting somebody with a club made of cheese? Gunner just kind of grins and says fromage and then smacks him again. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't kink shame me. Well, Gunner, all right, we're going a little far. Let's hold off on the cheese. Okay, but uh. Here you go, Fio. A, a nice big snack for you. And Gunner passes the the cheese club to Fio. <laughs> it's now covered in uh in mud because you were smacking the car with it. Uh, Fio takes it and just sort of rubs the cheese against some of the bands. Just kind of like kind of slice it to get the outside a little cleaner, and then just takes a huge chunk out of it and passes it back. Thanks. In the You're and uh, Artur, in the guise of Gregory, is just staring at you guys. 
with both amazement, confusion, and fear. <laughs> yeah, he's probably thinking like, these guys are crazy. Yeah, I have no idea what they're going to do. I should not have willingly gone with these guys. <laughs> like, these people are going to take me back to their dungeon and do God knows what to me with that cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's looking around. He uh, looks at Aegon. He says, you, you're, you're a priest, right? I can trust you. You make put me with him? Well, I'm afraid that uh, I'm not quite strong enough to carry you, my, my good friend. So, is there anything you wish to just kind of get off your chest now before we let Cheese Man over there ask you more questions? She kind of gives Gunner like a grossed out look, but <laughs> kind of keeps comments to herself. Well, first of all, it'd be kind of nice if you could like un- undo these bands on no, me. No, that's definitely not going to happen. What else? Well, I was I'm just going to change back. Okay, that's fine. He morphs into uh, his changeling form. So he's humanoid with very very pale skin, completely black eyes, no like discerning features in there. And then he's got very short cropped white hair and uh he just looks at you and he uh, says well I uh, suppose I would also like to thank you for killing Mr. Smills that was our pleasure I think honestly um, he's not a great whatever he was do you know what he was exactly not fully a man but not fully machine either and he uh, says I have no idea all I know is that there was something wrong about his existence. I mean, after fighting him, I could have told you there was something wrong about his existence, but... Gunner cuts in. Yeah, but what do you mean by wrong? Just unnatural. I, I can't describe it. When you... I spent a decent amount of time around him, and... Just few times he would l- sort of let his guard down. You just felt weird, like like an itching back of your mind, or a, a name you just you can't quite remember. Like you want you want to know more about him, but you also don't. Interesting. Theo, didn't you say at one time the jellypuss things also entered your mind? Um. He sort of hikes up Greg on his on his shoulder. Artur, sorry, <laughs> keep going back. He sort of hikes him up on it on his shoulder a little more to kind of hang on to him a little tighter. Uh, I don't I don't know what happened. It was that time where we first found him, sort of anchored into the ground. I I don't know what it was, but I I saw something when it looked at me, and it was it was more terrifying than Smills, I think. Uh, I don't know what it was, but sure, you you can call it that. The only reason that frightened you more than Smills is because Smills held back on you. Smills built those things, and they were little more than extensions of his will. What you experienced whenever the Stormcloud talked to you is just a fraction of what Smills could do. Trust me. But, but, but why? Why? Why would he hold back? I don't know. Why Why do you think he sent me and the guards to follow up after he already said he was planning on killing you? I don't know. I, like, I, I, it's so confusing to me, too. And the, the only reason I did anything is because... And you, you just go silent. Is because... Because Smills threatened to kill my sister. If me and Dearmad didn't do everything he asked us to do. And he was very detailed in how he would do it. And I don't know about you, but I think you probably would have done the same thing if he had decided you were worth intimidating. I think Gunner thinks about it for a second. Well, to be fair, I, I don't know what I would have done, so I'm um, not open to criticize just yet. But yeah, we will uh, we'll, we'll see. Well, regardless, you killed him, and that's all I'm concerned about. I have a DM question. Uh, yes. 
I was just going to confirm we we know the way back to Lady Hecate's place, and that's as we're talking about this stuff. We we're just we're heading back there. I just want to confirm everybody's on the same page with that, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just want to double check. We didn't have to make a roll for it. Yeah, you guys are still gonna have to give me a survival check because even though you know the tunnels at this point, you know the route to go. You do know that there are giant rats down here. Oh, that's and right. You guys have been lucky enough because every time you've rolled, you've passed the DC. Right, right. I forgot about that. So there were oh, like man. two or three more rat encounters that you guys have just avoided. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. What if we just strap a bunch of cheese to Jasper and have him just kind of like run around? <laughs> And like, I mean, they're not going to want to eat him. I mean, he's made of metal, right? Genius. Show me how it's done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jasper. Alrighty. Survival check, right? Yep. Everyone make a survival check. Gregory Gregory would help you, but he's tied up. I don't want his help. I'm also not going to be helpful. Uh Uh-oh. There's a theme here. Uh Uh-oh. Hope you guys like rats. I got six. Two. Thirteen. Eight. Tuo got like an 18, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Use this hit sniffer. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good for Tuo. <laughs> What'd Fio get? Three? Two? One? <laughs> he got an eight. Oh, okay. That's better. Oh, no. Better than, than average, I guess. So you guys are talking with Gregory, and you're making just a little too much noise. So you're splashing around, you're being loud, and you're a little distracted. But at the front of the party, um, Theo just happens to glance ahead, and he sees eyes ahead of you in the tunnel starting to grow closer, and you can hear the squeaking and the scrambling of the rats, and you can see, as they get closer, you can see the faint glow coming from their chests as uh, these giant rats begin to pile through the many different tunnels, zeroing in on your location, scrambling and shrieking like maddened monsters. Oh, man. Roll for initiative, guys. Ah. Now, I do have a question about, since we had gone back to talk to Lady Hecate, have we had any kind of a rest between now and then? I don't think so. I don't think think you guys have sat down for a rest. Mm Mm-mm. Well, that stinks. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) Well, we were a little bit on a time crunch because we didn't know what Gregory, quote-unquote, was going to be doing uh, after he Mm -hmm. did his search, whatever he was doing. We really didn't know what he was up to. So, I mean, we kind of had to get going. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. And if we die, he dies because he's chained up. Well, that doesn't... (laughs) <laughs> now hang on so your your logic is as long <laughs> as that idiot has it as bad as we do then we win yes <laughs> he just can't become another terror upon the town just in case i guess i'm not gonna unchain him for this so well neither am i man two and i did not do great on the initiative rule doesn't he go on your turn i think we talked about that a few times yeah i thought you were saying no Oh no! What you said was when he does his turn, it's it's over. I can't go back and forth between them. That's yeah, said, yeah. Right? yeah. But it is on my turn. He, he he can do his thing. So it can either be me then Tuo or Tuo then me. But it's I can't go back. Yeah, I'm really glad I rolled my nat twenty on my initiative. Yeah, way to go, man. Way to go. Yeah, good job. That's where I wanted to use that up for the day. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Alrighty, so Vez, you get to go first. Once Fio points it out, up ahead, you can see there are six of these giant cancerous rats just barreling down this waterlogged tunnel towards you. But you can also hear more getting closer and closer as well from the side tunnels. She is going to kind of scooch up in front of Fio since he's carrying, not Greg, and she's going to prepare an action to strike two hands with her staff for the whenever somebody gets in range. Okay. Jasper? She's gonna fire bolt the closest one. Nice. It's pretty far away, but the range on fire bolt's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, 90 feet away. But it's also dark, right? It is, oh, yes. Oh, that's right. Okay. So yeah, you have disadvantage, and they get a plus two bonus to their AC. Alright, that's a 10. 
That's going to miss. All right, I'm done. Your firebolt just flies past them and illuminates the tunnel behind them, and you see thousands of other giant rats lit up by your fireball. Oh my god. Not kidding, that's that's not that's not true. Oh thank god. <laughs> it's just those. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah at that point Smill's okay. gonna just take over the town with his rat army. Right? <laughs> I am the rat king. Alrighty. So that's the giant rat's turn. And Vez, you're preparing yourself mm-hmm. when suddenly four giant rats just barrel out of the tunnel immediately to your left, and they all converge on you. Good, I'm gonna take a whack at one of them here. The one right in front of me, I guess. Okay. We're gonna get killed by giant rats. Uh, that's a 17. 17 will hit it. I would be terrified if it didn't. That'll be six damage. (laughs) You almost killed it in one hit. Nice. Like you swing and you smack it and you like cave its head in, but it is still living. This, These modifications to it are keeping it running beyond its natural life. And it responds by letting out a shriek and jumping up at you. Yep, wouldn't expect nothing less. Yep, and it has advantage because it has pack tactics ability. So since you're within five feet of one of its allies, it gets extra. I'm gonna get my good dice out, the one that, ones no. that roll really good. Nope, don't need those. Okay, that's not a bad roll at all. That was almost a, almost a max to hit. That was gonna be a 23. Yeah, nice. that'll do it. No, AJ, don't, no. I mean, oh man, bad. Whose team are you on? I yeah, just, I was gonna say. It was impressive say. for the rat, no, I'm just no, saying. No, it's not, no. It was so almost Vez, max to hit. That's gonna, that gonna be five piercing damage to you, Vez. If I die, I'm gonna blame you, AJ. <laughs> she was getting out in front of you to help protect you, but no, not anymore. Maybe she'll just go hide behind. Does Vez think she's a, a barbarian or a tank or something? Is that her? Is that why she keeps getting hit? Is that what that is? She's trying to protect you because you're carrying the prisoner. I'm just saying I'm the tank. So now another rat's gonna attack Vez. <laughs> well, that is a a one and a two on the advantage. It so ain't gonna do it. That misses. Another one's going to lunge at you. That's going to be a 21 to hit. Yeah. That is going to be another five damage to you as it tries to uh, claw and bite away at you, just shrieking. It's like a nightmare. And I think I'm going to be nice. The last one's going to attack Theo. Okay. Aw, thanks. So it's going to try to leap up at you. And that is going to be a 17 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Oh, sorry, no, I actually have to re-roll that. It does not have advantage because oh. uh, you are not next to any other rats, just this one. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Fez. So that's going to be a 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that'll still hit. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my How God. How are you the tank? My <laughs> armor I... class is higher than yours. Because he takes half damage. Barbarians are meant to have low AC because they are supposed to get hit. Like, they're supposed to be a tempting target. Mm-hmm. It's just they take half damage from almost all the sources. I've got like four times health at times, didn't you? So yeah, that is going to be five damage to you. Man, I'm rolling f- nothing but fives. Thanks. And then four more rats are gonna come from the tunnel to your, your right, <laughs> and they're gonna tr- they're gonna start piling around the other rats. And then the six that you saw deeper in the tunnel are just going to dash forward. So now there's just a mass of 14 dog-sized rats trying oh to <laughs> clamor and get at you. Or one rat-sized dog. Gregory is not facing you, because uh, I imagined when Theo is carrying him, is he carrying him with his legs in front or his head in front? Uh, his legs in front, for Yeah, sure. so he's like, what's going on? What is, what's happening? I hear rats. rats. Oh, rats. He's like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> Theo's like dodging one of the rats and he just swings him around us to show him what's going on. <laughs> and the rat uh, rips his throat out. Hey, <laughs> wait, two birds, one stone. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no! I mean, oh, man, that'd be terrible. It's dark, Theo. Are you okay today? <laughs> I don't think any There's of us are okay. There's too many rats. <laughs> you dirty rat. <laughs> oh, no, not that. All right. So it is now Gunner's turn. Gunner, you are behind Fio. 
and you are looking right in the terrified face of Artur. I think I just called him Gregory. And Either way, we know. Yeah. Ar- Artur Gregory. It's like a hyphenated name. And he just looks <laughs> terrified. And he's like, you got- we have to run. Where to? Anywhere. So... Do you have food? Yeah, Gunnar, you brought cheese. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Artur, it's not your turn right now, so shush. <laughs> I'm just trying to offer advice. I don't want to die here. Yeah, so Gunnar is going to step past Fio and Tuo, just behind Vez, and, and he's going to say, Vez, you you might want to get out of the way of what I'm about to do. And he has his, uh, like, one of his short swords that he's about to, he looks like he's about to, like, clang it against his belt. And Gunner is going to prepare the Thunder Wave spell as an action. So I don't think I've used this yet, so I'll go ahead and read it. So Thunder Wave, first level spell. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from you. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage and isn't pushed. In addition, unsecured objects that are completely within the area are automatically pushed 10 feet away from you by the spell's effect and the spell... Oh, maybe I don't want to do this. Well, too late now. (laughs) And the spell emits a thunderous boom audible out to 300 feet. So after we kill these things, we got to go. 300 feet's not that far. I guess that's true. Yeah, and I, and in any case, after we kill him, we probably shouldn't stick around just in case. Yeah. All right, so it's on to Fio. Oh, boy. I think what Fio's going to do is just drop Artur behind him. <laughs> so, he can... so he just hits the ground, and he, he's like, ow! So it's either that or I use you! And he grabs his axe from his, from his back and, and just swings at the first rat in front of him next to Vez, trying to get him off of her. Okay. Eh. That is a natural one. That misses. Ah, damn. What is it all together? It doesn't matter. A natural one always misses. Yeah, it's like a seven or something like that, (laughs) even with it. It wouldn't matter if its AC was five. That just automatically misses. No, no, yeah, it would be max five because I'm just doing my regular attack. Cool, so that, that was great. That was fun. These rats that are sized very unusually are very quick as well. Yeah, just it. Are you raging or no? Uh, no, not not quite. He doesn't know how squishy Artur is. So then, uh, Theo will will back up over Artur and and command Tuo uh, to to get him. I forgot what the word was for get him, but he's gonna say get him, and then Tuo's gonna run up and attack the rat next to Vez, hopefully taking him down with the bite. That is a twenty to hit. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, cool. So with that hit, it'll take damage, but also with the uh, second feature, if the target is a creature, it must exceed a DC 11 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Alrighty, so give me that damage first. Okay, D6. That is three damage. Alright, so not very much. No, not much. So he manages to, gr- manages to grab onto its leg and it gets a five on its saving throw. So that thing goes prone. Yeah, so Tua just grabs its leg and pulls it to the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's just a, a giant rat fighting a rat-sized dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that small. He's a no, big, they like, big. He's a big those are Those are big rats. All right. So we'll move on to Aegon. All right. So Aegon is quite worn out. Uh, yeah, I was going to from... say, you're a walking corpse at this point. Yeah, due to the fight with Smills earlier, he's a little roughed up and he hasn't had time to rest. So what he's going to do is kind of step to the side of Jasper and look forward, get a better picture of the situation. Well, as best he can anyway. Uh, And since he doesn't really have a whole lot of resources, he's going to take his action to invoke his Lesser Rod of the Pact Keeper and regain one of his second level spell slots. Oh, nice. Uh... And since that's an action, there's not so, like, really there's a... Like a, there's like a glow that kind of emanates around you and your robes flap in an invisible wind as your patron bestows extra magic on you. Yes. It's very fancy looking. 
And nobody sees it because they're fighting the rats. Exactly. Everyone else is <laughs> turned to face the other direction. And unfortunately, there's not a whole lot more he can do right now. So I think that's going to be the extent of his turn. You can always throw the potato you're carrying. <laughs> <laughs> a potato. Uh, All right. So we're back at the top of the round. Vez, it is your turn. You are surrounded by these rats and their veins are black and pulsating as they're trying to scramble and eat you alive. Um, I think she's going to try to finish off the one she pretty much killed before she makes a move here. Okay. 15. 15 will hit. Okay. And that will be, that'll be 12 damage. All right. So you smack it and you finish it off but then it explodes from inside in a small burst of fire. So you're going to have to give me a dexterity saving throw. 16. Okay, you're good. You dodge out of the way. And then she will move through Gunner behind him so as to not draw attacks of opportunity and let him do his blast. Actually, there are two rats that can attack you when you leave your space. Oh. It's just this one won't yeah. be able to because you'll be leaving its reach as you're moving through Gunner's space. Well, I've got to get out of the way, so. Do you have any key points? No, I use them all on smells. Oh, boy. Hmm. You're just surrounded okay. by rats, man. And Artur is on the ground. He's like, we just need to run. Throw some food and we'll run. We give can the, do this. Give him the dog. No, I'm going to feed you. To, to them, not... I'm going to feed you to them. <laughs> I'm going to feed them to you. <laughs> You're my little puppy now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, so, you know, the two rats are both going to attack you as you're trying to leave your space. They both have advantage because of pack tactics. Mm, no. <laughs> well, I got really excited because I thought it was a 20, but no, it was a 2 on the lower die. Oh, but you. it is still a 15 on the higher die. That matches. Yep. So that is going to be minimum damage for three yeah. piercing damage. Okay. And the other one is going to be a 21 to hit. What would you look at that? Another three damage. Cool. So she's out of the way. Oh, still man. struggling oh, no. but alive. Oh, man. Yeah, how many hit points great. do you have left, Janelle? Not a lot. Like two. So Vez ducks around Gunner, and you guys see her. She's just covered in blood. The She was still wearing Mr. Smills' clothing, and she's still wearing his face. And his clothes are already, like, all ripped up and everything from after you guys fought him, because you guys annihilated his clothing with all the attacks. So it's just in more tatters. So... Since Vez moved out of the way, I can cast my spell, yep, you right? you cast your Thunder Wave. As soon as Vez gets out of the way, well, firstly, Gunner says, yeah, m m maybe next time just, you know, leave it to the magic man. And then Gunner, as the rats are coming towards him, he clangs uh, his short sword against another metal part of his belt. And it makes like kind of a ringing bell noise. And then whoosh. A huge thunder wave comes over the rats in a 15-foot cube. You're going to hit seven of those rats. Nice. Yeah, so they all need to make a constitution saving throw. All right, and they do not have any bonuses to their saves. So what is your DC? 13. Only two of them succeeded. Okay, so in total, it's going to be 16 damage. Um, for the full damage, and those get pushed back 10 feet if they can, and then the ones that succeeded don't get pushed back and take half for 8 damage. Even the ones that succeeded just get annihilated. Oh, man. So your thunder wave goes off and just sends these seven rats flying through the air, and they explode as they're flying through the air, so boom, 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 boom! Just these bursts of fire as you just annihilate half the rats. Nice. Okay, you're right. Next time I will just leave it to the magic boy. Gunner, that was awesome! <laughs> G Gunner's like, oh shit, I, I was trying to cast calm emotion. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that? That's a spell? 
No, I, I don't actually know that one. I was lying. Take the compliment, you weirdo. Jeez. Oh, okay, um, uh, good job, Gunner. And Gunner just awkwardly high fives himself. <laughs> I don't know, but if, what do you do? Just just say thank you. God. Uh. <laughs> All right, anything else, Gunner? Nope, that was my reaction. All right, so on to Jasper. I'll fire bolt the closest rat. Okay. 21. That will hit. Eight damage. All right, nice. so it also just pops like a grape and just explodes. <laughs> you're you're really killing it, Nate. Ah, I, I see what uh, you did there. Yeah, I did it. Huh? Yeah, you did it. I did. Unfortunately. I'm done. <laughs> Alrighty. Not quite as successful as Gunner's spell, but, you know, we appreciate the effort, Nate. One less rat. One less rat. So the remaining five rats are all going to swarm forward, but only two of them can reach you guys because you guys are backed out of the larger chamber and into like a tunnel so they're being funneled towards you and uh, one of them is going to attack 2-0 and the other one is going to attack Gunner. My boy uh, uh, you know Gunner too but my boy. Yeah I was going to say what the heck that is a natural 20 on Gunner right? No on a 2-0. No hit Gunner. Yay hey, what the hell it's a good boy. I don't want to get hit. Where's my boy so that's going to be 5 piercing damage I rolled no. really bad no. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, running forward and trying to get to, uh, and the other one's going to attack Gunner. That's going to be a 20, an unnatural 20, a dirty 20, as Janelle called it last week. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I got to th- I gotta really look that up. Uh, yeah, I guess that hits, barely. Yeah, so that's going to be four piercing damage to you. So it kind of grabs onto your sword arm and kind of grabs your gauntlet is trying to rip your arm off. No bueno. Yeah, it's Gunner's turn. Okay, well, I think you have a good idea of what Gunner's gonna do. I do not. Please tell me. Oh, well, he he's gonna say, ow, that hurt really bad. And Gunner grabs his other short sword and he kind of does this, um, kind of does this like scissor motion with him and goes, Huzzah! and then boom, another Second level thunder wave. Holy crap. 15 foot cube. That's amazing. That's going to get four of the five rats. He's just shown off at this point. Right? Yeah, that's going to be another constitution saving throw. Okay, two of them succeed. You guys got one of my natural 20s out of the way, so. So that'll be 12 for the full damage and six for half damage. Okay, so the two that succeeded managed to survive this onslaught, but then... The other two rats just are annihilated. They just explode. It's like a Sarah Connor's nightmare from Terminator 2 when the nuclear bomb goes off. Just boom, just leaves their blackened skeletons hanging onto the chain link fence. Oh, God. It's just sound. Oh, God. That's crazy. And then Gunner is going to turn around to Theo and say, yeah, you're up, buddy. And he's going to give... There's going to be some real magical stank on that word. And as a bonus action, he will give Theo his last bardic inspiration. Aww. Yeah. And as a reminder, you can use that gain a D6, and you can add that D6 to uh, Billy Check, Attack, Roll, or Saving Throw. Nice. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. That's my turn. All right. Now it is Theo's turn. Theo is going to uh, now that he's got a better grip on his axe and he's he's you know he's more sure of himself and get his encouragement from Gunner. He's going to run up past the <laughs> the Artor on the ground and then he's going to step over his dog right in front of everything and go after this one rat who looks super feisty, trying to make sure to, to take him down as fast yeah, this, as possible. This rat looks bigger and meaner. It's got a nasty scar across its eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, gonna, you, you feel it. like you've met this rat before. This is an ancient <laughs> rivalry, 10,000 years in the making. Oh my god. This is the true <laughs> final boss. This one rat. After this, after this campaign over, one way or the other, man. <laughs> it, Lord, squeak'em. Oh no. Senor squeak'ems, I like it. Here we go. Oh, that's pretty good. That's, uh, that's a sick, no, 17 to hit. That will hit. Nice. I'm going. To, he's just going to swing down with his D12 axe. 
Oh, max damage. That's 14 damage to his face. How much? 14. One four. four. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so just you cleave its head, and the other two rats look back and be like, No, Marshall! <laughs> and the rat just explodes. <laughs> so give me That's a dexterity good. saving throw. Okay, he's not great at these at all, really. Uh, that is a... Actually, I, I can... Can can say you say saving throw for this um, thing? Yep, ability check, attack roll, or saving. Oh, actually no. If it's a fire thing, never mind. He's he, he it's okay if he doesn't make it because he gets half damage anyways. No, oh, I mean you can only hang on to that bardic inspiration for ten minutes. So. Oh, that's true. Well then, yeah, I'll just use it. I'll just use it. Yeah, why not? That is a oh damn, that was great. That's a uh, that's a nineteen. Yeah. I got a six on your inspiration, man. That's full inspiration right there, baby. Yeah, like I, I like to think uh, Theo kills the rat and the fire just engulfs him, but just kind of sweeps around him. He just laughs maniacally coming out of the fire. I sound like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm fire he is, Santa. He is big <laughs> and red, and he likes to burst through walls. Hmm. And yeah, he I think Theo is the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid man. Oh, my God. I think so. This is awful. All right, Kool-Aid man, what you going to do? That'll probably be it for Theo's turn. Since Tuo actually isn't looking too great, he took a really nasty hit from the other rat, and when these other rats explode, he's just going to kind of hunker behind uh, Vez and use his movement to get over there to try to get into safety. And like somewhat protect Vez, but mostly just to get back because he's, he's not looking too great himself. And that'll be it. All right, nice. So now it is on to Aegon. Aegon, what are you going to do? Oh, uh, well, Aegon just wants to get this over with as quick as possible. So I think while all the fighting is going on and while Gunner's casting his spells, Aegon kind of tees up his, his rod of the Pact Keeper and waits for a moment whenever nobody's in his way and uh, tries to shoot the rat that's directly in front of or next to Gunner and Theo. Okay. The, with an Eldritch uh, Blast. Alrighty. Okay, and that is a 16 to hit. That will hit, even with the extra AC it has. Because you're firing through your allies. Oh, right, right. So it will take da, 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 seven force damage. Alright, so yeah, you just blast it and it blows up. There's nothing left of it. Just a streak nice. of light, a pop, and it's gone. <laughs> Mashed potato. And then he's going to move forward to kind of get up next to uh, Artur and Vez. Alrighty, cool. And now we are back at the top of the round again, and it is Vez once more. <laughs> Stay down. <laughs> Don't be a hero. Finish it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Do it. I mean, there, there's one more rat, and it is not looking good. I know. Use a range attack for God's okay, sake. Okay, fine. She'll try to chuck her churkin at it, or yes. whatever she has. Give into the darkness <laughs> your anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ja- Jasper's like uh, massaging her shoulders like a like an athlete. <sighs> like, Come on, yes, kill it. I think Vez evil. got a little distracted by everyone whispering these really creepy things to her because that <laughs> was a natural one. No! no! <laughs> <laughs> Jasper actually pinches a nerve or something. <laughs> <laughs> she like tosses it sideways. <laughs> the hatred is weak in this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So do we want uh, Jasper to show her how it's done then, Nate? Yep. Show me how it's done, Nate. All right. I attack you with the firebolt. No. <laughs> All right. This... <laughs> Obviously, he's too busy being disappointed at you for uh, oh my God. not having the correct amount of hatred because uh, he rolled a two. No. <laughs> Plus what? Plus what? Oh, it doesn't even matter. Plus anything. It might. They're not very strong. Do you have a plus eight, maybe? <laughs> plus yeah. eight. How about a plus five? No. Oh, it's a seven? Yeah. You know what? That just might not hit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. Dang it. Crazy. He's too busy looking in disappointment at Vez. 
that, that's she just kind of like gives him a what do you like what do you want <laughs> so we'll move on to that last rat and it is going to charge straight at gunner and lunge at his throat it does not have advantage because you've killed all of its friends <laughs> that's a natural 20 no <laughs> oh fuck you <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, terrible. Ah, oh, I hate it. Sorry, guys. Yeah, whose side are you on? <laughs> I just, it, it's great. These four things never stood a chance. It's just, they're, they're doing really good. Josh, you're doing good. Thank you. That's going to be nine piercing damage to you, Gunner. All right, Gunner's. Uh, oh, crap. I think it actually like, it jumps up and it actually, its teeth like deal a deep but superficial wound on the side of your neck. It's like you are bleeding profusely, but it's not like an artery or anything. I didn't think it could do that. So now it's on to gun. That's anger. Now that's revenge. <laughs> that's how you do it. Yeah, the rat the rat has a gun. It's trying to shoot gunner now. <laughs> Gonna uh. gun him down, huh? <laughs> um You killed see. my family! Gunner doesn't, gunner doesn't wanna Hack it because he doesn't want to get exploded. So Gunner is going to take his short swords. Like he, he grabs his neck and he's like, "I I hate you, rat. <laughs> I I want you to feel the pains that I feel." And he's going to like gently rub his short swords together, and it almost makes kind of like a wind chime noise. It's he, as he casts uh, dissonant whispers in the mind of this rat. Oh, yeah. So it has to make a wisdom saving throw. That was a natural one. Yes! That's going to be seven psychic damage. I think you mean zero psychic damage. What? <laughs> what? It is immune to psychic damage. No way! <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I... Get wrecked. <laughs> Get wrecked. I... Someone else has to take their turn. I've been blinded by <laughs> Fio, kill it. Hey, that's my department. Yeah, Gunner tries to cast the spell on it. And this is actually the first time you've dealt psychic damage this whole campaign, right? I think you might have done it once before, at least. At least once or twice, but not many times. Your your comment makes me think I shouldn't take any more psychic damage spells, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because... Basically, everything you fought so far has been immune to psychic damage. The storm cloud wasn't, but interesting. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Cool. What that means, Sophia is going to step up and say, "I'm the angry one," and he's going to just go and try to slice at it. Miss, miss. What? Yeah, you didn't roll yet. I want this one rat at like one HP to wipe our whole party. (laughs) (laughs) We're just all taking turns, just slowly whittling us down. Here we go. Here we go. That's still pretty good. That's uh, 15 to hit. That will hit. Yes. Okay. So it's a D12. It's 10 damage to its face. All right. So you slice into it and it explodes on you. Give me a deck save. Okay. That is a... Oh, that's pretty good. No, wait, no. That's a two, not a not an 18. That is uh, it's all, it's just 12 to 12 to save. That'll be enough. Oh, so awesome. you leap back and whoosh, fire rushes around you, but you're fine. <sighs> and that's the last rat. You guys, you guys don't look so good. As Fio turns back with the fire dimming behind him, all muscly yeah, clean. Yeah, you, you, you think Fio? Here, do you want this? And he'll hold out his potion to you. I, I still got it. Lady Hecate didn't need it, so I mean, if if you. You, you want it? Got it? You look you look terrible. That neck looks not great. Uh, we just need to get back, I think. Okay. I'll charge. Huh. Oh, wait. I gotta go grab him. Wait. <laughs> he runs back to grab Artur. Now I'll charge. Now, Josh, do we know if we'd be close enough to where... I mean, is it, it dips, at this point, is it a far walk from the uh, castle? Like, would there be any reason to be concerned for more rat... Attacks. No, because I basically only make you roll once per like transition through the tunnels. So like you already failed the roll and they already attack you, so it's not gonna happen again. And we kick so, like, their asses. Yeah, so you're like, okay, this was probably the closest group. If there are any more rats, they're not nearby. Cool. 
Yeah, l- let's just get back so I can lay down and maybe get abandoned. <laughs> All right, Artur, let's go. And he just picks it up and shoulder carries him again. Wait, Fio, stop for a second. Yeah, what's up, bud? Wait a minute. Hey, br- br- bring him here. I, I want to say something to Oh, okay. Him. He, like, kneels down a little bit to get him to Gunner's level. Hey, hey, Artur. Yeah, what? V- what is your favorite color? Um, I, I, I... I don't know. And before he fi- before he finishes, Gunner just picks up the cheese club and smacks him. Says fromage, <laughs> and then Gunner like passes out basically. <laughs> oh my god! You're so stupid. And she kind of like grabs him and like hauls his arm over her shoulder and is like trying to kind of drag him along. hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net. The song Weirder Things 2 is from Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash nc dash nd slash 4.0.